This is One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 54 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And with me this morning is Beth Finkelstein, um, who is the Executive Director of Felicity House. Beth, good morning. Hi, good morning. Uh, thank you for being on the show. And uh, I'm hoping you can start. First of all, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Is it Finkelstein or Finkelstein? It's Finkelstein, Okay, I'm not picky. Okay, I appreciate that, I, and I do apologize. So it's Beth Finkelstein. Um, you are the executive director of Felicity House, which I know is a free social community space for just women with autism, and that, I think, comes directly from some of the information you can find online about Felicity House. But uh, on this morning's show, I'd love it if you could start out by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background, and then also give us an overview from your perspective on... Uh, what Felicity House is, where it is, and what is uh, is going on there? Because my understanding is there's quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I came to Felicity House in 2014 as the executive director. We opened our doors officially in 2015, um, but for years before that, even before I joined in 2014, um, there had been research and focus groups leading up to opening opening our doors and, and opening our building. Um, there was a focus group of parents of women on the spectrum, of uh, providers and clinicians working with women on the spectrum, and most importantly, uh, women on the spectrum themselves. And that group of about 15 or so autistic women had been meeting, you know, two to three years every couple of weeks before we officially opened in 2015. So, I, you know, when I came on, I was just really inspired by the mission, excited by the opportunity to create a space just for autistic women, excited by the opportunity to help really start and grow such an organization. So that was, that's how I came here. Um, Um, Let me interrupt you just for a second, Beth. And what is your background and what did you do before that? And, you know, sort of, because it's an interesting place to come in as an executive director. So I assume you had some professional experience beforehand. Sure, yeah. So um, I had worked maybe 15 or more years in the not-for-profit sector. Six of those years were at the National Down Syndrome Society. Um, so my career has always really been um, in nonprofit, mostly in disability, also with some other vulnerable populations. Okay, thank you for that. So um, so then can, please continue where you, uh, where you had left off. We are um, a community space and social hub for adult women on the autism spectrum. We are really focused, as our tagline says, on the creativity, uh, success, and happiness of of women on the spectrum. And and what that looks like practically every day is, um, you know, it's it's different all the time. Sometimes it's a yoga class. Sometimes it's a a chocolate tasting. Sometimes it's a sip and paint event. Um, But just opportunities for women on the spectrum to come together, to socialize, to connect with one another, to have a place that they belong, and to, you know, enjoy themselves and each other in a safe, welcoming environment. Okay, so, so, and then tell us, I, there's, you're in a beautiful space in Manhattan, correct? Yeah, yeah, on 22nd Street. Okay, so I just wanted to paint a picture, and again, going to your website, can you tell us what your website is? Sure, it's www.felicityhouse.org. 
Okay, so if you visit FelicityHouse.org, which I did in preparation for this conversation, you can find quite a bit of information about schedules. Um, one of the things that I read uh, with a lot of interest was sort of your code of, of um, I don't know if you call it the code of conduct, but it was sort of like an agreement that you want anybody who's interested in attending a workshop or becoming uh, a, you know, a member of Felicity House to read over and to agree to. So there are some really, um, I think, person-focused and relationship-focused types of, of agreements out there. What I didn't see was pictures of, of actual uh, individuals who've been coming to Felicity House. I assume that was a purposeful choice on, on your part and the part of the web designer to not have it be um, to, to keep things uh, private. Was that a request of some of the people who were coming that you not have a whole lot of videos um, and, and actual photos of, um, of the women who come to Felicity House? I think there's two two reasons we don't have pictures of, of people on our website. One is is you know just some sort of marketing psychology that I think we want people to picture themselves here. Mm-hmm. I think for for folks that have struggled um, with past kind of social experiences to say, you know, hey, come to a new place, meet new people, take that risk. It's scary and it's hard. And, you know, if you go to a website and you see faces that either are like yours or aren't like yours, you know, it's harder to see yourself there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted we wanted sort of to, to create a, a vibe of our website and of our marketing materials where people could picture themselves in the space and not be distracted by faces, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the other piece of it is that not everybody that comes to Felicity House is externally disclosed with their autism, whether it's in their workplace or, you know, anywhere else. Um, so we are careful about privacy in a lot of different ways. Okay, that makes sense. It just it just stood out to me because I do a lot of, you know, branding and communications and PR work for where I work. And and I think there there are pros and cons. But your comments make tremendous sense. And, and that was also the sense I got as I read some of the testimonials from some of the women who have have come to Felicity House. And it, it did strike me that a lot of what they were sharing was the sense of, um, you said it before, sort of a place to belong, a sense of belonging and, and comfort. And um, so can you describe to me who... Who are the members of Felicity House? Who are the folks who are there? And, and is there a general age range? Is there, uh, outside of, of being a woman and being on the autism spectrum, is there any other common denominators that you see in terms of the women coming through the doors? Sure. So everybody that comes to Felicity House has to be 18 or over um, and have a, a diagnosis of autism. So that's, I think... The one thing that everybody will have in common here, that they'll be an adult and and have autism. Um, you know, other than that, there is an incredible amount of diversity in our membership, whether it's um, age or socioeconomic background or race or, um, you know, specific expression or challenge of their autism. Yeah, there's a, there's just a, a great deal of diversity. So I think the question about what what's the through line there besides being an adult woman with autism, um, I'm, I'm not sure that there is one. Uh, all right, fair enough. And But that, I mean, that probably makes for quite a diverse um, group of people and with diverse interests. And is that what led you um, and the team that you work with to develop the kind of calendar and schedule of opportunities that you have because it's quite varied. There's there's 
sort of open-ended time. There's seemingly very structured opportunities. Um, you know, are you shooting to, is your goal to, to have something for everyone who fits into those three criteria of being an adult woman on the autism spectrum? Yeah, so you know, most of our programming, if not all of our programming, has been developed with the women that we're serving um, and meeting some kind of need that they have or interest or curiosity or request. So I think a lot of the diversity of topics that you see covered in our programming really reflects the creativity and the interest of the of the women that we're serving. Um, we do have a varied calendar, to your point, of, you know, types of experiences. Some are more physical, some are less physical, some are more, um, you know, based on talking and interacting, some are more, you know, watching and experiencing. And we've really done that on purpose because every woman that comes to Felicity House is on her own personalized plan of participation and has worked really hard to figure out, like, what kinds of experiences are going to make sense for me. Um, And so when you look at our calendar, what what we say is not everything is for everybody, but each month there is something for everybody that's going to be a really positive experience. Okay. And what what kind of time can people spend um, at Felicity House? Is it um, is it typically, you know, a sort of once a week drop in or do you see some people who come every day? Is I, I, I liked the model where um, somebody who's interested in, in coming to Felicity House will have somebody that they can talk to and meet with and sort of help put together um, a schedule that works for them and, and kind of be an immediate friendly face um, and friendly voice. But uh, how flexible can you be? Um, you know, again, I, I think everybody's plan of participation here is different, and part of that has to do with, you know, which experiences here and which programs are going to be the best fit, but also every woman is different. So um, some women are working, some women are in school, some women um, live very close to where we are, other women are, are coming from, you know, Long Island or New Jersey, and that affects how often they're coming. So everybody, everybody's different. And then also depending on the time of year, um, what else they have going on, it, it, it really depends. But, you know, our goal is to be um, a relaxing, social, recreational add-on to your life. So um, certainly it's not our goal to have people come here every day. That's not that's not where socialization fits into anyone's life, right? It's you have your life and then you have your time to relax and connect with others and experience something fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're really that add-on part of your life, whether that means that you're here a few times a week or once a month or, you know, when you're on break in the summer from school. Okay. And do you have a, do you have a capacity in terms of how many people you can work with um, in, at any given time? Like, is there the, op- the possibility that somebody might uh, be interested but would be needing to wait? Or are you um, able to serve and work with as many women as, as are interested? Yes, I mean, we're really eager and excited to talk to any woman who is 18 and over and in the New York City area, able able to, you know, reach our doors, whether it's, you know, trains or buses or whatever it is, um, who, who's interested in, in having a positive social experience with other women on the spectrum. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons we do interviews like this and that we're on Facebook and, and out there in the world. We really have this wonderful resource that's 100% free of charge. We don't, we don't cost any money, and we want to make sure that any woman on the spectrum 
that could benefit from our programs um, hears about us and comes our way. All right. That's great. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to ask a few more questions of you, Beth, um, about Felicity House. This is the talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. If you're a mom or a dad to a child with severe autism, we know your struggles are real. Sleep deprivation, difficulty managing responsibilities, and feelings of isolation are among the challenges parents report every day. At Anderson Center for Autism, we can help. Our mission is to optimize the quality of life for people with autism. In doing so, we hope to optimize the quality of life for you and your family as well. We love what we do, and we're here for you. Learn more at andersoncenterforautism.org. If you live, work, or frequently visit the Hudson Valley, you've probably passed by the sign for Anderson Center for Autism countless times. Have you ever wondered what our award-winning educational and residential program is all about? Well, let me shed some light. Ours is a place where evidence-based practices marry creative solutions, where students with autism learn how to communicate using whatever modality works best for them where they learn independent living and vocational skills in nurturing environments, where their families enjoy visits full of special moments, where professionals come from all corners of the globe to obtain high-level training, where staff build rewarding careers, and where people develop lifelong connections. Learn more about our work optimizing the quality of life for people with autism by visiting us online at andersoncenterforautism.org. That's andersoncenterforautism.org. Or schedule a tour by calling us today at 845-889-4034. 845-889-4034. Back to weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm speaking with Beth Finkelstein, who's the executive director of Felicity House, um, which is a, a free community space in New York City on 22nd Street um, for adult women with autism to sort of have an additional social experience uh, as a part of their their regular lives. And um, Beth, again, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. So I know we want to quickly um, do a do a clarification about your website. Um, you told me when we were just taking a quick break that it is felicity-house.org. Is that correct? That's right. I don't know how I got that wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. It's it's uh, it's okay, and we'll just reiterate that a couple times. So, if you're interested in finding out more information about Felicity House, it's felicity-house.org, um, and there is a wealth of information about your program there. So, I appreciate you um, pointing that out. So, when we were during the first half of the show, we went over a lot of the different um, sort of your background and and an overview of Felicity House and where it is and and what purpose it really serves. So, your mission. Um, I want to also reiterate uh, a really important aspect of it, which is for adult women over the age of 18 who are on the autism spectrum, um, this is a this is an opportunity, if you can get to your doors, as you said, you know, train, mm-hmm. plane, whatever it takes, um, which is on 22nd Street in Manhattan, this is free of charge to any woman who participates in, in the programming, correct? Yes, free of charge, whether... Um, for every program, for every art supply that you use, for if we go to the museum, the tickets to, to the museum, we never never take any money. So that really makes a huge difference in terms of accessibility. And, and also we had touched on the fact that um, your criteria for, for membership or participation is to be over 18, to have a diagnosis of autism, and also to be a woman. And so I would think that that also um, making it free of charge 
increases the diversity of the the groups of of women who participate in any given opportunity. Um, and and I wonder what that if if that socialization for for any person, whether you're socializing with one person or with a group of of um, other people. You know, one of the things that keeps life interesting is diversity and and difference among our, you know, who we who we sort of hang out with and experience things with. So, um, so I I just want to I guess share my own personal appreciation that that's part of what what you offer because um, I think it's reflective of our entire society. So so great that that's um, that's uh, available. And I think even like within within the autism community within any any disability community, you know, access to resources is a challenge for, you know, huge sections of our, of our population. And so we take it so seriously that not just that we're free of charge, but that we can help with things like transportation, that we, when we do outreach, that we focus on populations that may not be well served, whether it's an aging population or, you know, certain geographic areas in New York City that, that may not, might not be as well served. So that's, it's a huge priority for us to um, be diverse, but also just be a resource to, to folks that may not have other resources. Absolutely. And I mean, you're in New York City, which is one of the most diverse uh, places in the world. So so I think it makes a lot of sense. But you, I just want to um, uh, go back to one thing you just said, because I think it's also it's a it's a detail, but it's an important one. Um, do you assist with transportation for somebody to get to and from Felicity House? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. So for members who are currently um, participating here, that we have a, a way for you to apply for metro cards that we can help provide, which is the New York City subway and bus system. So that I just want to point out again, because um, sometimes, especially depending on weather and things like that, you know, you can often walk to various things in in uh, in places like New York City. However, transportation is can be an afterthought in certain circumstances where, you know, well, it's free once you get to the doors, but there's probably a large number of people who say, yeah, but I can't get there. I can't get to the doors. So I, sure. I again, just wanted to point out for those listening um, who might be interested in learning more about how to get involved um, and become maybe a participant in Felicity House programs, um, that, that that is an option um, that you should ask about if you give them a call or check out the website. Okay. So um, for this part of the show, Beth, I, I, really want to give people a little bit of a glimpse of the feel when programming is happening at Felicity House or like you said, maybe during an outing to a museum or something of that nature. Can you share a story or two about your own experience, things that you've witnessed? Um, of course, keeping everybody's privacy intact, but just just a couple of um, anecdotes of things that you've witnessed yourself um, or that a participant has shared with you that was a really impactful experience for that person. Um, maybe something that makes you smile when you're when you're getting ready to go to work the next day. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing we hear a lot is that you know a woman will come to Felicity House and she'll say, you know, I've never met another woman on the spectrum before, or I've never been in a room of all autistic women before, and I think that's. That's so impactful and so important. Um, you know, we are a place for socialization and recreation and having fun and, and learning and doing new things. But, you know, we're also a community built around a part of one's identity, right? Just like, um, you know, when you're in college, you might join, 
you know, the, the Hillel, or if you're a new mom, you might join a mom's group. Um, you know, coming together around a part of your identity that's important and that um, may not always be celebrated, I think, is a, is a powerful thing that we offer. Um, you know, another cool thing about Felicity House, I think, is that we are in New York City, and we're really able to benefit from all of the incredible cultural resources of New York City. All of our events and workshops and lectures have guest speakers and artists and teachers, our staff, could never be the expert on on everything to you know we just Friday night we had a lecture on the history of mermaids and <laughs> I you know I I have no idea where mermaids come from I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. but we had a, a woman come from the New York Historical Society to do that lecture we've had a tasting from food trucks we've even had um, Ellie Stroker who just won the Tony come in and sing for us so you know I think that's another really cool thing about our organization is that we're you know, inside of our little house, we are getting um, these incredible cultural resources from from all around the city. That is really cool, and again, a, a wide variety of um, of experiences. So, um, so that. That's uh, that's really impressive, and and I do I like the fact that you sort of connected this to the idea of joining a mom's group or joining a Hillel in college. It's it is it's um, these are women. It sounds like who are whether they've self well they've publicly disclosed outside of Felicity House or maybe you know outside of their own families um, or not. There you're providing them with an opportunity to connect with um, other women who share something with them. And, um, and again, reading some of the testimonials on your website, let's say that again, felicity-house.org, um, <laughs> really, uh, really drove it home for me also that, you know, exactly what you just said is what people are taking away. So that's, um, that's really cool. Um, do you have, we only have a couple minutes left. Do you have plans for any new workshops coming to Felicity House or anything um, that you're excited about for the future that you just want to get people excited about too? So maybe they'll, uh, it'll entice some new folks to give a call and, and get involved? The the other thing I would I would call people's attention to is that we do a couple of times a year have what we call an open door event, which means even if you're not part of our community, you can come and enjoy that event. And people who might be interested in checking us out to mm-hmm. look at our website, sign up for our newsletter. Yeah, and I read about those also on your website, which um, I thought was a, a really nice way of keeping to the core of your mission and what you're doing every day, but also being aware of the fact that um, most of the women who are participating, if not all of them, in Felicity House uh, have maybe a spouse, maybe a family member, maybe a child, maybe other friends who either aren't on the autism spectrum or aren't a woman over the age of 18, um, but they may want to start sharing some of what they're doing there with that with those um, those people that they have other relationships with. So I liked the fact that you periodically, um, just a few times a year, kind of have those open door events. And let me just clarify, are those open door, meaning open to the general public, anybody who wants to come, or do you need to be connected to or, or personally invited by a member of Felicity House to go to those? They are open to the public. Um, they do fill up fast, and we require an RSVP. So I, I do encourage folks to sign up on our website for our newsletter so they can see the event invitation and get their RSVPs in. Okay, so that is I, a great se- – oh, sorry, go ahead. 
I, I was going to I do think we'll fill up. So Okay. Then again, for all that information and to keep checking for upcoming Open Door events, go to felicity-house.org. Beth Finkelstein, Executive Director, thank you so much for coming on the show today and for sharing um, the exciting things going on at Felicity House in New York City. We really appreciate your time and what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. All right. This is Weekly Talk Show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 